Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. And just like that, we find ourselves suddenly in the second quarter of the year. So let me just say welcome to April, everyone. Uh, you know, this time of year brings a lot of focus on taxes as we're all scrambling to meet uh, tax filing deadlines. And going through that uh, as you become more of an adult and get older and accumulate more things, that often spurs thoughts and discussions of a number of related topics regarding assets and estates, particularly estate planning. Now, in today's podcast, you know, we're going to take a look at a topic that we've talked about in the past to some degree when we've, when we've talked about estate planning uh, and, and many of the tools associated with that. And in those conversations, we always talk about probate, but we've never really dug very deeply into that topic. So today is going to be our chance to do that and I'm certainly looking forward to the opportunity. Hi, everybody. This is Jim Mitchell, and today my guest for the first time here on the podcast is attorney Brian Warrens. Brian is a, an associate at Lavelle Law Limited. He's going to share some information with us today about this important topic and, and uh, how it might impact you and your family. So we've got a lot to cover. Brian, first of all, welcome to the podcast. So nice to have you with us for the first time. Hi, Jim. Uh, nice to be here. So, you know, we, we've got some, some things we want to cover and talk about some of the specifics of probate, but as I mentioned in the intro there, we, we throw that term around a lot in conversation, but we've, first of all, we've never defined it. So when we talk about probate from a legal sense, you know, what's the high-level definition there? What are we talking about? So high-level, Jim, it's, it's probate is the, the court process by which a decedent's errors are identified, um, a decedent's will is validated if, if this person had a will, and their estate is settled. So their assets ultimately get from point A to point B. Okay. And I think I, I just heard you mention there, and, and I, I know it's come up before, uh, and when we talk about the process, are there specific courts that deal then only with, with probate issues? Yeah, that, that's correct. Um, it's a state court um, and on the county level, so probate is, is typically opened in the county where a person lived or where they died. So if you lived in you know, Palatine, you would um, open your probate in, at the Daly Center down um, in, in the loop because okay. it's in Cook County. Exactly. All right, so let's talk about it now. You gave us a, a nice definition there. Let's, let's kind of figure out how that really works. So, you know, when might probate courts really begin to intersect with, with our lives? I mean, how, how do we find ourselves in probate court, and what do we do when we get there? Um, you, you find yourself there um, if you had a family member who may have died and perhaps they didn't have a will or perhaps they had a will and they didn't have um, enough clarity in it or there are certain assets um, that are over $100,000 in your individual name that don't have beneficiary designations or you have a real estate property in your individual name. Um, I mean, those, those, um, those are the things that really, really draw you into it. Okay. And, and, and it's very interesting because, you know, I think there's probably just a, a common belief among just general folks like me that, you know, if you have a will, you're covered. Your estate won't be subject to probate. But from what you're saying, that that's not necessarily the case at all. There's there could be a lot of issues with a will and still still put you in there. 
No, yeah, that, that's exactly right. It's it gives direction. It, it tells your your heirs or your beneficiaries how you would like things to be. Um, but in some cases, there might still have to to be court involvement. Um, you know, if there's potential conflict um, among your beneficiaries, or just to be able to have someone who is court appointed, legally authorized to convey title to your property because a lot of companies might not be willing to just accept a will that isn't sanctioned or validated by a court. Okay, so let's uh, let's kind of break that down because I hear a couple of different situations there and, and let's try and get some explanations out to people here. So the first situation that I'm hearing is uh, someone has a will, uh, they mm-hmm. define their property and, and their assets and who they want them left to, and yet any one of the potential beneficiaries, recipients, uh, looks at that and says, wait, that's not right, that's not what was intended, or I don't think it's fair. Uh, can anyone who is a beneficiary then challenge in probate court then any, any part of a will, or do they have to have certain grounds to get uh, that started? I mean, all they, yeah, that, that's exactly right. They would be able to to come into court um, and say that the, the will is not valid. Um, they would essentially uh, appear at that hearing when probate is first opened where the executor of a will kind of presents it to the court and says this is the person's last will. Um, they get notice of that hearing 30 days. They have to get notice of that hearing 30 days prior to probate being opened. So they have at that point to come and object to this person being appointed executor or to this particular will being admitted. Okay. And does does every will, even if no one can test it, get entered into probate then just as you described it, you know, that uh, that a, an attorney or someone takes it in just to get it court approved before it's enacted upon? Um, well, not necessarily. Um, every will has to be filed within um, a 14-day period of, of someone's death, but whether the, the will is ultimately acted upon in court, um, that, that depends on what your estate plan is like. Uh, a lot of people are, will create a, a revocable or a living trust just to avoid having court involvement in the distribution of a person's assets. Okay. And, and let me go to the flip side then. Um, a, a will um, describes the beneficiaries and describes what they each get, and all of those people are in agreement, but there is someone else who is left out who feels that they're entitled. Can, can a person who is not a beneficiary also challenge and, and you know, question the, the will and try and claim something that they're not entitled to or at least not uh, designated in the will? I mean, they they could certainly make the argument is if they're if they have some sort of proof of an intention that the decedent intended to leave a gift to this person, but um, it's it's a difficult fight to make. Okay, um, so we're uh, we're talking today to attorney Brian Warrens. He's uh, our guest. He's an associate at Lavelle Law Limited, and he, he's sharing some of his knowledge of the probate process with us. Uh, I know we're going to cover a lot of ground here, so what I would recommend for you listening to find out more, you can do that by visiting lavellelaw.com. You'll get some basic information there on the estate planning practice, and uh, you'll also find resources like a, a very fine article that I'd recommend that Brian recently authored on the cost of probate. Um, you'll just go to the lavellelaw.com, 
uh, choose that Resources tab up at the top and select Articles, and you'll find that and, and other articles by Brian and his colleagues. Um, now, Brian, I, I mentioned there that article, which, which I found very interesting. Give us a little information here about the expenses that can be incurred in a probate process, because it's, it's not necessarily minimal. No, it, it's not minimal. When you open probate, you have to notify or at least publish notice to creditors in general in um, a publication that's distributed among a county, just letting them know that this probate has been opened and you know this is your chance to make any claims against the estate. So it, it requires you know you have to mail out to everyone. You have to the executor has to to make a a, a reasonable effort to to let um, the creditors know. Um, the executor has to prepare an inventory and accounting and provide that to any beneficiaries under will or to the heirs as they're defined under Illinois law. Um, and those documents have to be approved before final distributions can happen and, and probate is ultimately closed. And to the extent that you have incomplete records, um, your executor is going to do a lot of fact-finding, and an executor is entitled to reasonable compensation for their time in administering an estate. So is is preparation and organization uh, obviously ahead of one's death uh, certainly one way to help minimize the expenses for the folks that you leave behind then? Yeah, ab- absolutely. It's, it's, it's absolutely key. All right. Now, uh, expenses are one thing. Time is another. Mm-hmm. Um, as, as we go through the probate process, assuming that perhaps there is – well, let's look at it both ways, that, that everything uh, is filed and there's no real objection. How long does that take? And then if there is an objection, can that be kind of a drawn-out process? What, what does that look like? Sure. Um, if there's no objection and everything's smooth, and you might just have a, you know, a house that you might need to get retitled or a bank account to get distributed out, um, the minimum amount of time is probably, I would say, between seven and nine months. There's that mandatory six-month creditor period somewhere in there, um, but that that's really the the main thing that draws it out. In, um, in terms, it, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, tell us, tell us about objections, because it sounds like it's going to carry on longer in that case. Sure. Um, if a person objects to the will, they're going to maybe um, submit a petition to the probate court asking for a proof of will, which is a hearing that the court sets in which um, witnesses to the will will, will testify to the person's state of mind when they execute the documents. Um, and if there's some valid question brought there. I mean, ultimately, this person who objects to the will can can bring a will contest, which would really draw out the administration of one's estate. It becomes a full-on litigation matter um, that really can span a few years, even, at a minimum. Well, okay. Now, let me ask you this question, if I may. You know, I've sort of directed the conversation in one way here, and it always sounds like probate's always a bad thing. We talk about trying to avoid it, you know, reducing costs, uh, how long it can take. Is there any time probate provides some benefit or it could be a positive thing to go through? Yeah, there are times where it's positive. I mean, I, I refer to this before, and, and it comes up. Um, it's that six-month creditor period. Um, if you don't open probate, um, obviously your creditors aren't aren't put on notice, so uh, Illinois law gives them 
two years from your death to make claims against your estate if probate isn't actually opened. Um, to the extent that you are aware of the a person's expenses and they're paid off, you know, this might not be too big a deal this two-year period. But if you're not familiar with um, the scene situation and might have had a bunch of creditors, you might want to cut off that claims period by, by opening probate and putting them on notice and just telling them to, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, now we've got about a minute left here, and uh, I think you've given us a, a great overview of, of this topic that I said we, we really have glossed over in the past. But I think it does reflect back to what um, many of your colleagues have shared in the past in no- other conversations, which is, you know, the the value of, of proper planning, whether it's, you know, a, a will, uh, an estate plan, the various tools that are available you know, just just reiterate for us, uh, you know, in a nutshell here, some of the real important reasons and, and things that people want to do to make sure they protect their assets for the next generation. Well, that that's that's a good point, Jim. You want, I mean, part of doing an estate plan um, is, you know, it's putting everything in order. When we meet with people for the first time, there's, there's um, a questionnaire we give out, and, and it helps just organize the assets, um, not just for our plan, helping you plan, but also as a, a way to organize them for, for your beneficiaries, for your heirs, for whoever you intend to receive. They, they know where to look. Um, and to the extent that um, you want to avoid probate, we can work on documents that help you achieve that goal and, and just really ensure the smooth, efficient administration of your state and, and making sure that, that your wishes are ultimately followed. Great. Well, that's, that's obviously always the type of advice we look forward to getting here on Chicago's Legal Latte, and um, that's an excellent recap and, and a great introduction to Brian Warrens on today's podcast, and I just really want to thank him for being with us. Uh, again, Brian is at Lavelle Law Limited and uh, certainly provided some uh, insight and guidance for us. Now, if you'd like to speak to Brian, you can contact him at lavellelaw.com. You'll find uh, email addresses available there, or you can always call directly at 847-705-7555. Now, by the way, next week's podcast will uh, cover another great topic as we you know, have a, a good discussion planned for you on the process of buying a new home. So first-time buyers in particular should find it interesting. If you know someone in the family or uh, an acquaintance who's out shopping for a home right now, you might want to spread the word and tell them this is a, a good listen. So we'll uh, look forward to having that conversation. And, of course, as always, look forward to having you with us as we continue our conversations on legal topics next week. Thank you for joining us for this edition of Chicago's Legal Latte. If you have any questions or topics for a future episode, please call Lavelle Law Limited at 847-705-7555 or email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. 